Welcome to the Tell It Abs It Is podcast, your home for everything Colorado Avalanche on the Hockey Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Griffin Youngs and Christian Boulay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Tell It As It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. I am Griffin Youngs, joined by Christian Boulay, as always. And today we are continuing our player review slash preview series. Got it right this time. And we are <laughs> continuing with... In my opinion, one of the best moves Joe Sackick has made in his tenure, and that is Arturi Lekkinen, who we acquired at the trade deadline for Justin Barron and a 2024 second round pick. And Joe Sackick's allergic to second round picks. He's, he's allergic to draft picks. I mean, we can yeah. just say that. But when it comes to Arturi Lekkinen, who cares? Yeah, it was it, he was a player that we talked about in our like trade deadline wishes. I think you were the first one who said like, Hey, Arturi Lekkinen would be fucking great on the, I app. couldn't believe I heard he was available. I was like, yeah. what did they're going to trade? Him? Go get, go get him. Holy yeah. shit. This guy would be amazing here. And they did it. It, it cost a heavy price. Justin Barron was a top tier prospect. I mean, he was one of the ads, better defensive prospects, but that's the price you have to pay to win Stanley cups. And you said it, is it one of Joe Sackick's best moves? He's made a lot of good moves as a GM. I think that's up there as one of the best. I, I totally agree. Now that we see the contract that he just got to and just how well he fits with this team. And it's also hard to say that a guy who scored a Stanley Cup winning goal is not one of the best acquisitions you've made. Just by the literal sense of the definition, you don't technically win without him. Right. He scored the big goal in two separate series to send you to the Stanley Cup final and to win the Stanley Cup final. And, you know, Justin Barron, yeah, we're going to miss him. Great guy, great prospect. And that second round pick, I do not care. Like that that player might be in the NHL by the time I'm 27. So he might be in. Do you can you even name the players that the Islanders drafted for Devon Taves? Like, no. it, do they matter? Like, you know no. what I mean? Like, like, really, this is going to sound bad about drafts. Like, there are definitely some steals in the NHL draft. But unless – if they're picked outside the top 15, they usually yeah. don't And then there's, there's evidence to back that up. Like, once yeah. you get re- – really, it's it's even earlier than that. Like, we're talking, like, top 10. You yeah. really start to see that drop off dramatically. That yeah. players all generally end up the same. But to get back on track with our Terry Lekkinen, we talked about him as early as the trade deadline wishes episode. And when we got him, I could not believe it. I could not believe we actually did it. And if you want examples of us being right, you can go back and listen to that emergency podcast because a lot of the things we talked about on that episode really did end up coming true. This yes. guy is an absolute perfect fit with the Colorado Avalanche, is going to play on the second line next season, which is something that we said in that episode a long-term solution, which is not just Claude Giroux for 16 games, and then he's gone and goes to Ottawa. This is a now five-year-long solution down the wing depth and could not have worked out better in the first 36 games that he played here. And I I can't gush enough about this guy. I absolutely love him. 
I, yeah. it's much like Val. I've never seen him have like a genuinely bad shift. No. And it was, we, we were talking about this before we started recording, getting him here. We got the trade and then he had to sit out for like two more weeks because oh of visa God, issues. The visa shit. It was the most, ag- yeah, it was the most agonizing like two weeks. Cause we just wanted to see how he play. And he ended up playing what, what did we say? 16 regular season games. What we yeah, ended he played, up he played 16 regular season games and 20 in the playoffs. Yeah. So we got a 36-game sample size for Arturi Lekkonen. Um, and I think probably after game like three, I was like, yeah, this, this guy's he's going to fit oh, yeah. in just fine. Because um, even before he really like had his way with the system, he still fit in just fine because he's so smart. Yeah, he is so smart. One of my favorite moments of the regular season, and I just remember this because we texted about it, it was the game against Pittsburgh at home, and they had Val and Lecky on the same line. And – Pittsburgh couldn't get the puck out of their own zone. That, they could I not get the puck out of their that. own zone. I I had like a thirty minute rant on yeah. that on the very next episode. Like I like I rehearsed it before that yeah. episode because I was so excited to talk about it. These two together, I love them. They're so perfect. They're basically they, like diff, They're basically each other from different countries. They're the most agonizing players to play against, as Chris Letang will tell you, as he was literally complaining to the refs that he couldn't move. He could not, they could not get the puck out. Like go watch that game and in its entirety on ESPN plus you will just. It was in, it was in the third period where this yeah. happened. Like early it was in the Arturi Lekin and, and Val Nachushkin forechecking show. It was ridiculous. It was one of the best forechecking displays I've ever seen. And I remember if that was like, yeah, this guy's going to fit in just fine. And we both talked about um, uh, like Lecky and Val playing together the entire time. Uh, they got separated in um in the playoffs like it, it was a right decision they were, they were separated for most of the time yeah but if you ever needed to put them together i think they were on the pk a couple times and yeah i mean they they the were the penalty kill yeah basically. but uh yeah i um I, I really just i don't think you can like we talked about val being a perfect player i think lucky is just a perfect player in today's nhl yeah like he's just the kind of perfect complimentary piece he's not a superstar he's not like one of the top wingers in the nhl or anything like that but he is just an absolutely perfect addition to a stanley cup contending team with just him and val are so perfect to have and i genuinely cannot believe we just signed him for five years i I can't believe the contracts this guy has signed in his career and because you look at his last several de- deals, he he had this one. Uh, they just came off of a one-year deal that still had him as an RFA this season at 2.3. He's 27 years old, by the way. You really should be hitting unrestricted free agency around this time. And then when he's finally a year away from unrestricted free agency and getting a bag, because teams will pay out the ass for a guy like Arturi Lekin, he signs a five-year deal. Yeah. Like, I... I'm thank God it's with my team, but like, what are you doing, man? Well, and his agent, I, I, he may just be like lazy and he's like, I don't feel like negotiating next year. Like, let's just sign it, get our money now. But he's another guy who, if he gets the minutes, he's going to be productive offensively. He's, he's just going to do that, especially if you have him playing with a guy like McKinnon or Ranton or Landis. He's going to be an effective forward. So I, I really, think that deal is another one that's going to age gracefully and i still think he has a chance to get a bag when he is 32 years old oh without question i mean 
we really got to see him on full display in the playoffs. In the regular season, there was still working out a couple of things and getting him to fit in the system. Where's this guy going to play? Because we were so loaded at that point. Like we just had Lekin in on the third line at that yeah. point, just because we could, which is utterly hilarious to think about. In the playoffs, when he really got into this team, you could see just how effective he was. Like there are points we're putting him up on the top line with him, McKinnon. And him and just, McKinnon gelled so well. He just fits everywhere. It's yeah. it's what I said when we acquired him. There's no bad spot for Arturi Lekkonen. No. This guy can fit wherever you want to put him. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. So he's he's locked in for five more years. I I think four and can, a half. Like that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, and if we can go back to his regular season, there's not much to talk about. He played 16 games. He played 16 games. He got better with each one. I, I just that entire time I just gushed about. You have to play him with Nachushkin. These guys are yeah. so unbelievably good together. And we're get something we're going to talk about a lot throughout next season. Hey, remember when we just could put Arturi Lekkinen on the third line because we had yeah. Nachushkin, Kadri, and Berkey. That that was a good. That was a good thing. I mean, you, you were throwing Berkey on the third line at the start of the playoffs. Like, yeah, the I was because Lekkinen was just that good. Yeah. Um, and Berkey wasn't bad last year. He gets a hard time from us because we're probably as tough as critics, but yeah, I'm his biggest fan. Yeah. So I, I really think we're going forward. Like if you go look at the playoffs, I mean, in the playoffs, he was just a beast. He was, he was fantastic. About perfect. I mean, what else could you have wanted from that kind of player? I, I don't really know if there's anything else. Like he scores in game one against Nashville scores in game uh, three against Nashville. He had two goals against St. Louis in game three. He had the empty netter and then that beautiful uh, two-on-one where he just sniped Billy Huso. Um, I mean, every series he scored a big goal. And he scored the biggest one, uh, game four against Edmonton. I'd on, say both, both of the biggest goals of the playoffs. Yeah, both of the biggest goals of the playoffs. And you're talking about a guy who he's he's probably like, number six when it comes to forwards in the playoffs last year, he had 14 points in 20 games. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Like that considering like the amount of depth the abs have to get 14 points out of the guy who's like arguably your sixth most important player on offense, not even including like McCarr and Taze in that conversation. And I didn't put it like how important Darcy Kemper is and you're starting goalie. Like, He's getting kind of low on that list at a certain point for him to be putting up numbers like that. And much like the Nachushkin conversation, how important he is defensively and just how hard he works and how frustrating it is to go up against him. And I don't think we've seen the full extent of what Arturi Lekkinen can do, especially offensively. I think defensively, that's where he's going to shine from here until when he retires. And that's what he was best at in Montreal. But I think especially once he got out of the Habs, and they were like they were terrible for seventy five percent of last season. He was literally the lone bright spot. That's not an exaggeration. He was literally the only good player on that team. You can go back and look at every single basic stat, advanced stat. Everything shows that it is Arturi Lekkinen being dragged down by everyone around him and still finding a way to be productive. He comes to Colorado, and you can finally start to see some of that offensive ability finally break out now that he's not being relied on so unbelievably heavily like he was with the Habs. And now you're going to see him in a second-line role, sometimes maybe first line. If people get hurt, he's going to play with McKinnon every here and here and then. And 
I think you're really going to see that offensive ability thrive, especially with a full training camp with the team, a full 82 game season. Like I, I love this guy. I don't know if I've made that clear enough already, but I love this guy. And I really think we can see a lot more from him next season too. I think we can too. He had an 18 percent shooting percentage in the playoffs. His career is a nine. So he doubled it. Like he was fantastic all playoffs. And I mean, this season he had a 12% shooting percentage. His career, like I just said, is a nine. I think we can expect him to go back to like 10, 11, but that's still, if you're talking about 20 goals from Arturi Lekkanen, that's really fucking good. Yeah. That's well, really also good. The thing is, is like the guy doesn't shoot a ton. No. He shot a lot more once he started coming to Colorado. He did start shooting a lot more. Um, he had the opportunities, I think, to shoot more. Yeah, and also he's getting passed from Nazem Kadri and Nathan McKinnon. Like he's, yeah. just, he's just open more. Yeah, he's just open more. And I I really just I don't think he could have played any better than expectations we expected for him. I think he played exactly like I expected him to. I think he exceeded him, man. Yeah. I really do. Cause he was I mean, like, would you consider like Manson was a big get, but Lecky was like the I think Lekkinen was the, the best move of the deadline, period. Yeah. For the entire yes. NHL. Yes. And Manson's probably not far behind. Because like so, you look you look at everyone at like who who else would it have been? I mean Giroux was okay in Florida, but I they don't lost think it was second round. I don't think I don't think Giroux was a very good pickup for Florida at the time. And in hindsight, I think that was a bad move for okay. them. I'll say it. I think it was bad. Yeah, I mean it, it he wasn't terrible for Florida. He, wasn't te- he was great for them, but they, they didn't need him. Yeah, they didn't need him. They needed more defensemen. Um and they got Ben Sherratt. Which, they needed Lekkinen. Yeah, they needed a Lekkinen. They did. Um, and the Avs price tag that they paid for him is when you we're going to look back, and I think Barron's going to be good. Yeah, I think Barron's definitely going to be at bare minimum a top four defenseman. He's going to have a pretty decent career in the NHL. Yeah. It's, it's a trade that works out for both sides. Like, yeah, it sucks losing Barron, but now you got Lekkinen for six cup runs. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. I heard Barron's already in trade rumors to like get another big piece for the. Uh, for the Canadians. I think that's something we could potentially hear about next season. They're definitely going to see what they have in him first. Yeah. They were talking. I, I, he I, also was no, really good. It was for Noah Dobson. That's dumb. Well, ah, Dobson's pretty good, but. Yeah. Sorry, totally getting this off topic, but I mean, I agree with you. I think Barron's going to be a top four defenseman on whatever team he plays for. Um, but the abs needed like yeah. We talked about Val. That and was, again, he, like we, and they we win just, the cup without Val. No, can they win the cup without Lekkinen? Maybe, maybe but it would have been much harder. Him. They don't. They lose much more than four games. Yes, yes, but adding him and now he's in the fold for the next five years. The Avs are going to bring back five of their top six forwards from last year of a Stanley Cup champion team and all six defensemen. Like it, it's crazy. Yeah, were you counting Berkey in the top six? Well, yeah. I mean, Kat, losing Kadri and Berkey. I mean, technically, Berkey's top six. Yeah. So they, they lost I mean, two of them. But that's the thing. Like, we're, we're so insanely deep yeah. that you can put Lekkinen up there, and it's really only you're losing one guy. Yeah. You're losing your center because you you have an in-house, not for what Berkey does, but you have an in-house replacement for Berkey because you were proactive at the deadline. Yeah. And what Lecky brings, I love what Berkey brought to the team. I think what Lecky brings is a little bit more important than what Berkey brings. And um, I completely agree. Like yeah. com- coming into the offseason, I said the exact same thing. Is if Berkey walks, you put Lekkinen right up there. Yeah, you put Lekkinen right up there, and he's he doesn't have the potential for 40 goals like Berkey does, but Berkey's never hit 40 goals. He's right. he, 
they're, they're the same. They're the same age. Yeah, and the same you age. Got and Lekkonen at for the same amount of years that Berkey just got for one million dollars less. Yeah, that's and better value. It is. It's a smart decision, and Lekkonen deserved every penny. He probably easily could have got. Oh, Berkey he should have got more. Yeah. I, I would have. I would have been fine with four point five for one year. I would have yeah. been. I'd been like, okay, fair enough. You're going to get paid next off season. Like, I would have been ecstatic if you got him at four point five for two years. Yeah. Because I was fully expecting him to just be like, I want a contract that will take me to free agency so that I can finally get paid. Yeah. Five years is crazy. I can't believe we got that. Well, maybe he just wanted – I mean, he's best friends with Nico, so maybe yeah. that, he just wanted I mean, to hang out with his buddy. There, there's always a bunch of factors in there, but just like I cannot believe we got that contract for him. I yeah. love that deal so much. Like that – that's our Kadri contract now. Now that Kadri's gone and you don't have Kadri on one of the best contracts in the NHL, having Lekkinen for five years at four and a half is not the same because he's not a center, but it's close, in my opinion. Very I think close. that contract is going to age spectacularly. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hope you've been enjoying this episode so far. Interrupting to bring you a word from our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right, make your first bet up to $1,000, and if you don't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Even though hockey's over, there is still plenty to bet on at DraftKings Sportsbook. And best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, make your first deposit, and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now, back to the episode. I mean, it's it's a great contract, and that's all the apps do is they sign great contracts. Like, some people give them shit like, oh, that's too much, and then you go back, like, and you you look back and you go, oh, that was a great contract. Oh, that's another great contract. Oh, oh wait, that looks a good contract, too. Like, they're all good contracts. So um, I just, I, I love Arturi Lekkonen. I cannot wait to see what he does for the Avs next year. Um, we we kind of glossed over it a little bit, but the goal he scored to clinch the Stanley Cup was the most like quintessential Arturi Lekkonen just being in He's the right good spot. good at that shot. Like he yeah. has that like down the wing wrist shot kind of down. He has yeah, that. He does. And it was, he beat the best goalie in the world with it. <laughs> and it was a broken play, but he was in the right spot because he, but he's so smart. We can read them. Yeah. He's in the right spot. It was a little bit of a lucky bounce, but you have to be good to be lucky. So he puts it and he fires a perfect shot. Vasilevsky, I don't even think he saw it. No, it was a perfectly placed shot right to the top corner. Right to the top corner. Avs go up 2-1. That's on top of the one he scored in game four against Edmonton. He can just score in so many different ways. He's not the biggest guy, but he's not afraid to go. Th- yeah, like He can head. score in... Several which ways. He's got a great shot. There were several times in the final that he was able to snipe through Vasilevsky. There's the the goal he scored to send them to the Stanley Cup final where he tips that shot, picks up his own rebound, and buries it on a wide open net. Like that, like that's a commitment play. 
And he did it the year before as well with Montreal, sending them to the final against Vegas, where he scored a pretty similar goal to the one voice crack, similar goal to the one he scored against uh, Tampa Bay for the abs, like that down the wing, like one time shot. He's so good at it. And if we're looking ahead to next season, he had 19 goals last year, 19 assists, 38 points. If I can do math quick in my head, um, what are your thoughts for next year with him? I mean, he's 27. I think we know what Arturi Lekkinen is. And I think we're going to see a very similar Lekkinen for the entirety of this five-year contract. But just considering he's going to have a full abs training camp, he had 36 games with them, an entire full playoff run. And there's going to be times where he is playing on the top line. I don't think 25 is out of the question whatsoever. Like I think that's a, I think that's even fairly realistic. I think he definitely hits 20. I think between 20 and 25 is definitely something that you can consider with him. What do you think in point total wise? Point total wise, I mean that one's kind of always up in the air, but it's the same thing. I mean, he's played with he's going to play with McKinnon for every here and there. He's going to play with Nachushkin. I'm going to say he has maybe 30 assists. Sitting at 55 points. Yeah, like around around like that 55, 60 point range. I think that's fair. I would go the exact same. I mean, he's definitely going to get um, more than 20 goals. I mean, he almost got that playing for the Canadians, like you said. I, I think I think 25 and there is an outside chance for 30. I, I, I think there's if he think everything if he, goes right for him. If he really discovers chance. his goal scoring ability, yeah. I think he could maybe just barely hit 30 i think that is the absolute maximum we could ever Agreed. expect from him he's, he's, he's not never a goal scorer. Goal. yeah he's not a goal scorer um i think 30 is like a two percent chance it happens but it's I think like an absolute best case scenario and he's shooting 20 percent. yeah like it's possible is it gonna happen I, I don't think so but i think there's an outside chance and i think right around the same point, i think 60 points and if you're getting that out of a second line winger that's what berkey basically got to you yeah I mean, that's basically what he right points yeah yeah like the, you're replacing him with a guy who's better defensively. Um, and I really think that that's a reasonable expectation for I mean, him. Berkey last year had 22 goals and 61 points. I mean, I I think that's not that out of the question. I think Lekkinen can get similar numbers, maybe less assists. Berkey's a, he's a better playmaker than yes. Lekkinen. I think maybe around 23 goals, 30 assists, around that 55-point range is a pretty realistic expectation. Yeah, and I have a second-line player. You'll take that every day of the week. Yeah. Um, we also forgot to mention with Lecky, he was another one of those guys who's an analytical darling. I know you have the numbers. Um, he is another reason why the Avs are so smart. They trust their analytics team, and it pays off for them. So I know you have the the card right in front of you from Jay yeah. Fresh. I mean, his numbers are ever so slightly worse than the Chushkin seventy five percent offense, ninety seven percent defense again, seventy seven percent projected wins above replacement, and he and he soared especially once he came to Colorado as well. It's actually funny; he actually went down after he got acquired by the Avs in that full like sixteen game run by a whopping two percent. You know, big fucking deal, but. Penalty kill, 47. His finishing could be a little better at 40%. He's a great penalty killer. And just he does a lot of stuff so well. Yeah, it's like I mean, he's like a slightly lighter version of Nachushkin. Yeah, and he's just – he's you know what you're going to get out of Arturi Lekkinen every game. Yeah, I, I think that's the best compliment you can give to a player is no matter the occasion, Arturi Lekkinen is going to give 100%. He's going to give you fantastic defense. Even Lekkinen and- having a bad night 
is still a pretty good night. Did he have one with us? But that's what I mean. Like even Lekkonen's worst nights are still very good because he's so smart and makes such smart reads. Even if he has a game with zero points, he's going to make the smart reads. He's going to break up plays and he's just going to be a general like disruptor. Yeah, he is. At base level, that's the kind of player he is. He's a disruptor for other teams. If even if he's not producing offensively, his job is to make sure that nothing happens. And if he can make something happen for his team, that's just icing at that point. You take that all day. That's free. I agree. I mean, and you look at him, he's not, you look at the couple games where he was a minus in the playoffs. I mean, you had game three against Tampa, which we can agree the abs. I mean, everyone was bad in that game. I thought Lekkonen was one of the better players. Yep. I mean, he played over 18 or just over 15 minutes in every single game. Um, averaging around 27 shifts. He's just, you know what you're going to get out of him. You just know what you're going to get. And I really, really like Arturi Lekkonen's game. And I agree with you that contract is going to age beautifully for the abs. Yeah. Cause I mean, we can, we can have the Kale McCars and the Nathan McKinnons on the great contracts. A lot of teams have star players on great contracts. It's because you have guys like Arturi Lekkonen and Val Nachushkin locked up for so long that really do elevate this team so far above everybody else. Other teams do not have these players and the abs are better for it. Just baseline at the end of it. The abs have not the abs. I'm sorry. The Oilers have McDavid. They have dry Why are they not in the same echelon as the abs? They don't have these guys that just frustrate the shit out of you. And they're the players that put the abs just above everybody else. Yeah, they do. And you know what? I, I was just looking at because I got curious. A player that I compare Arturi Lekkonen to just because of his defensive game and just the way he plays all around is Anthony Sorelli. What did he just sign for? He signed for like $6 million, right? He signed a max like eight-year deal with yeah, Tampa I think that doesn't even kick in, I believe, until next season. Yeah, but you look at his stats, he's 43 points. And I, I believe he's around $6 million. Yeah, six point six point two five for eight years. He's twenty five. He's two years younger. Seventeen goals, forty three points this season. Would you compare? That's a pretty fair comp. For the I two? would. I would. But Sorelli's a center. You can't always compare wingers True. and centers at the same time. But I think it's at least an interesting conversation where you look at what Lekkinen has done with the abs and can be projected to do with them in a right. full season versus what Sorelli has done with Tampa Bay. I mean that. Would you believe this is Anthony Sorelli's sixth season next year? Right. right. No, like, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I get he's a center, but is a center really worth one, like almost $2 million more? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And Sorelli, I, I can... Sorelli is a great player. And yes. I think that contract's going to be perfectly fine for Tampa Bay. I mean, he he was, while he wasn't hurt in the final, a big problem that the Abs had to overcome. But the, thing, I, go ahead. the thing I'm just trying to compare is that, like, just going back to your point at the beginning, like, the fact that he signed for 4.1 is right. ridiculous. Four, like 4.5 <laughs> is crazy for five years. Yeah, it's crazy. That was the big point I was trying was to get to. a year away that. from unrestricted free agency, and he took a five-year deal. Because I think that's the like that's the max that he could get is what Sorelli got. He could have easily gotten 5.56. Especially Easy. if he had another season like he did last year. He would have gotten close to six yeah. on a long so, like, six-year contract. That was my whole point of comparing him to Anthony Sorelli, who I think is a very good player. And Arturi Lekkonen is a very good player, too. But you're telling me I get Arturi Lekkonen for four years or five years at $4.5 million, 
Anthony Sorelli for eight, I think it's very comparable. Yeah. So if the ass once again, Sorelli this year makes yeah, Sorelli this year makes four point eight for one more year. So even on the contract that has not kicked in yet, Sorelli makes more yeah. than Lekkinen does. And that's not a knock on Sorelli. No. That is purely to be like how ridiculous this Lekkinen contract yeah. is for us. And it's a good way for us. Like he's still gonna get paid, he's still gonna get his money, but he could have gotten a lot more. So if I think was that because Chris McFarland, his first offseason as a GM has kind of knocked it out of the park, I'd say. Um, yeah, I mean, he just he hadn't really had to do much. Yeah, he like, didn't. It was just like, well, they just won. Like yeah. they I, won, they re-signed their two biggest free agents. Uh, Kadri is probably up there. Um, yeah, he, I mean, but the, if they wanted Kadri, he'd be back. Yeah, um, they didn't lose Kadri. Yeah, and they let Kemper walk, and they got Georgiev, who potential wise could the, be the jury's out on that move for yes. right now. We'll yes. get to that in a later episode. Yeah. But but just to summarize uh Arturi Lekkinen, uh one of the greatest trade deadline acquisitions for the abs uh in their almost 30 year history now, which is weird to think because that means I'm almost 30. Um oh, shit. Um and I don't think it's crazy to say he's a top five trade deadline acquisition of all time for the abs. Like without question. He 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 won a cup. He was an yeah, integral part in the cup a, winning team. He was an integral part of winning the cup, scored the clinching goal in the Western Conference final and the Stanley yep. Cup final. And that's before the five year contract even kicked in. Yep. So I love Arturi Lekin. The fact that we just talked about him for 30 minutes and he played 36 games is pretty impressive. Um so pat ourselves on the back right there. Um pretty happy with that. Um and that concludes unless you have anything else that oh, we got we gotta grade him first. Yeah, we got to grade him first. That's right. Um, just for standards of grading, um, he's a tough one because in his 36 games, I would argue he was just as important. So if he would have played more games, I probably would have given him an A+. And that's, I think, fair. I think I'm going to stick with an A. An A. I think that's perfectly fair. I mean – when I look at Arturi Lekin, I think there is more that he can do. Even yes. with all the amazing things that he did, I still think there's a little extra echelon that he can get to. And for that reason, I'm going to stick with you and give him an A. A pluses, they should not be handed out like like yeah. candy. Like Makar, Nachushkin, like those are guys, like that's an A plus. You yes. did literally everything. With Lekkinen, I think there are little things, very, very little things that with a full training camp, and a full 82 game season with the team that he can absolutely reach an even better level than what he was with the team right now. But considering the expectations we got for him at the deadline, he did everything I wanted and more scores, the two cup, the Jesus Western conference, <laughs> final clinching goal, the cup clinching goal. What else could you have wanted? Absolutely. an A. Yeah. I think it a, I was debating like B plus, but just, off the fact they scored the two biggest goals in the abs season. Yeah, it's got that bumps you up to an A. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Man, I, I was thinking I was thinking A minus, but I also just think like the guy did everything just about perfectly. So I we I hate that we agree on so many things, man. Like it, it's not like it's great for our relationship as friends and but for the show and content, we just agree on everything, man. It's yeah, just I, we're just we're so we're so bad at being toxic. Yeah. Like it's just it, it's great for our friendship and our long term outlook on the show. I mean, but... Even when we do disagree on things, like yeah, I see where you're coming from with yeah, that. Like it's like yeah, it's a good point. I didn't even think about it that way. Like it's just 
I'm sorry to all the listeners if you want us to argue. That's just not like we, we, we're just not we agree on things, man. It's it's just uh, it's going to be an interesting um, uh, when we do disagree on something. I'm going to be really interested. I think the only time we've disagreed was when I said Nick Backstrom was a borderline Hall of Famer. And I and I shut that down immediately. Well, you, you didn't want to get into it, but yeah. I mean, we can save that for another episode. But I think that's like in the what now almost year we've been doing the show. That's our one disagreement. And it was fine. So yeah. Um, but yeah, Arturi Lekkinen, great player, great acquisition. We're going to be moving on to the rest of the offense. I have no idea who we're going to do next, so you'll just have to listen in to hear who we're going to do next. Well, you know what? the one we're going to do next, and I'm doing this off the top of my head right now, is going to be Alex Newhook. Ooh, I like that one. Probably that gonna be a fun because one. I believe since we're on the second line right now, I believe he's topical, so... Yeah. Unless Ranton gets plugged down there, I think we're going to go with New Hook next. Okay, I'm cool with that. So, um, yeah, I got nothing else, man. Yeah. So, once again, thank you all to everyone for tuning in. Once again, we really do appreciate it. That's going to do it for us on this edition of the Tell It Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Use promo code Tell It Abs It Is on SeatGeek for $20 off your first order of $50 or more. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at G Young's NHL. You can follow Christian at Christian underscore belay, and you can follow the show at tell it abs. It is, but again, thank you all so very much for tuning in. We will catch you all in a couple of days when we're talking about Alex Newhook and the potential he's got for next season, because it could be big. So we'll see you guys then, but until then let's go abs.